Hi. <laughs> uh, yeah, Borat's joining us this week. <laughs> you should just do a Borat mustache, man. Shave your oh, beard. Oh. You got to get a gray suit. I should. Uh, episode 72, guys. Welcome to another show of Res Hockey. I'm driving with me as always is the Anishinaabe man. The Anishinaabe version of Borat. Yeah. Bush. Uh, you can find him on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Add him up. Add him up because he likes meeting new people. <laughs> So contrary to popular belief, I deactivated my, uh, no, wait. Yes. Nope. Is there still high five? Like if you search high, I'm not high five MySpace. No. Well, it's a different format, but there's, there is a still MySpace. I don't know what deal is it with though. Hmm. Uh, Adam up Dennis major M A J O R major Dennis. So uh, what's going on, man? How are you feeling this week after a hockey tournament? I'm feeling really good. How's the shoulder? It's anyways. <laughs> no, it's it's good. I uh, I didn't challenge my shoulder very often, and I, I used that kinetic tape that you can buy, and I taped it up. Just, so really, it's good. Just it's buy duct tape, good. man. Stop being cheap. It's the same tape. It's the same tape. Res version duct res tape version. from Dollarama. <laughs> You don't have to buy that $20 tape. I'll keep it in place. It might rip a little bit of hair off while you're ripping it yeah. off, but I'll still do the same job. So what, you just taped it up all, all weekend? Yep. Don't you, you can leave that on like for more than like, a day, right? Like Yeah, the, the adhesive stays on your skin, I think. It stays on you for like maybe four or five days. But you're okay now? You Like I'm nothing, okay now. you're not sore or... All my legs are sore. <laughs> Long ways from the heart. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, our guest for episode 72, he is from... Where is he from? Ebb and Flow. Ebb and Flow. I was just yeah. wanting to test you to see how you would say... Because remember that one time we used to say... We said Ebb Flow one... Ebb Flow, e- yeah. Ebb Flow one time, but it's Ebb and Flow. Ebb and Flow First Nation in Manitoba, but currently lives in Portage La Prairie. Uh, Renee Hunter Jr. Uh, Renee, uh, I love watching the guy play, man. <laughs> Big, smooth skating defenseman can rush that puck and has a howlster of a shot. Excellent defenseman, man. If you were, if you wanted to, he's one of those guys that you just would love the, for him to play on your team. This guy's always a pickup. Yeah. Every turn he disguises. Must be making mad, mad Shunia, Shulian. That's how you say money in Ajibe Shunia? Shunia, yeah. Shunia? Shunia. You say Shulian. Really? Eh? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. We weren't every each week we learn the Ajibe version and the Cree version. <laughs> yeah. With that being said, we are currently recording Res Hockey Podcast on Treaty 3 territory. Home of the Anishinaabe people, which includes Bush. So we are. Oh, come on. Bush, what the <laughs> what? frick, man? Really? What's wrong with okay, those guys? Okay, we're like Super Bush fan. and I, we're. <laughs> Bush and I, we're on Zoom, right? So, yeah. like, we're, 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 uh, we're, we're 
I don't know. I don't want to say cheap, but we use Zoom because it's free. So we're niche. So if as niche people, when it's free, we take advantage of it and we'll use it. So we're using Zoom. And I'm sure a lot of people of you guys use Zoom, having like be meetings, Zoom calls and whatever. (laughs) So on my background, I had a Toronto Maple Leaf bench, John Traveris doing high fives. So Bush now... And his background, he put that super fan Magoo and some other guy yeah. or their face paint on as his yeah. backgrounds. Uh-huh. Let's go, Oilers! Well, I'm, and I'm, I might have to, I might have to change it up for now because we use this. Um, I use my computer as because uh, we had home home training or uh, not home training, but we had Zoom training. Yeah. I have to blur my background. I don't think I'm, my boss would appreciate my background right now if we go to a Zoom training workshop. I don't even like it. Oh, <laughs> jeez. Nothing against Super Fan Magua. No, I follow him on social media, and he seems like a nice yeah. guy. But an Oilers, <laughs> oh it's nice. It's like just want to choke him with that big Oilers medallion. <laughs> <laughs> so now I can't even concentrate. Just oh, that's a nice one of Zach Hyman, though. Uh, only you, reason I'm you. happy for Zach Hyman because he's scoring and he's getting me points in my hockey pool. Um, yeah, Renee's our uh, guest for episode 72, so uh, we're looking forward to that interview later on in the show. Because uh, of the week, because of the week for episode 72 is Mr. Waylon Gardapi. He is from Beardy's Cree Nation in Saskatchewan. He's currently plays with the Delta Hockey Academy U15 Prep in BC. He's a le- leading this team in scoring and was named captain of his team. So uh, congratulate, congratulations, Waylon, on a um, good season. So far, and uh, good luck for the rest of the year, your year, and and playing uh, some minor hockey tournaments. So, so yeah, so happy that his dad reached out. So, if you know of anyone who wants to be cousin of the week in a future episode, shoot us a message on one of our social medias, and we'll be more happy yeah. to uh, to work with you and make it happen. Yeah, but there is a queue sometimes. I'm so if we don't get you this week, we'll get you next week. Yeah, we have like for for a while we were getting like we had a list. Yeah, like it, it cycles, eh? Yeah, so like once in a while, well, we won't get too many people, but once in a while we'll have like a long list. So it, uh, but we'll make sure that you you are cousin of the week and uh, why we do cousin of the week. We just want to show our appreciation appreciation for you listeners. Uh, for joining us and just show our our support for you guys for uh, supporting us. So we just thought it would be almost like a listener of the week, but we just yeah. decided since we're all cousins here that we'll just name name it cousin of the week. So it's 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 an awesome thing. I really enjoy it, and we we get we're meeting a lot of great people with this cousin of the week. Mm-hmm. part of the show so it's something that we're always going to do just as long as we keep getting support and we'll see keep supporting you guys so keep it up guys it's just it's our appreciation appreciation for you guys yeah shout outs do you have any shout outs for episode 72 there dennis 
Borat. I do have a shout out. One of our listeners reached out um, and he wants to give a shout out to a particular tournament. It's called Play for Bray Men's Tournament on Walpole Island. It is for cystic fibrosis. It's it's a good cause, people. It is held um, March 31st to April 2nd. Waffle Island. Yep. Go watch. Go watch these tournaments, people, ladies and gentlemen. They're good hockey. It's good hockey to watch, and it's going to a great cause too. So let's yep. show our support and support cystic fibrosis. That's a hard word to say sometimes too, right? Yeah. But yeah, that's that's awesome. Down that's in Waffle Island in Southern Ontario. Southern Ontario. Would would you like to live in Southern Ontario where they barely get any snow? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> hmm. I got a shout out. I just want to say shout out to the Muskego Cup that's happening in Timmins, Ontario, February seventeenth to the nineteenth. Um, parents, if you want your child to play the and don't have a team, they have a player pool on Facebook. Just search Muskegua Cup. Um, there's a post on on their uh, page where you can just uh, put your kids' names down, what position they're playing, what division you want your kids to play, and where you're from. And uh, hopefully a team will pick up your child. Um, just ask for 500 bucks of room and gas, and hopefully they'll uh, meet your demands. But... Yeah, and I'm looking forward to that. Uh Muskego Cup and Timmins. It's uh they they have everything from U18 girls to a new division, U22. And the reason why they did that U22 is just to include the kids that missed out the last three years from their U18 program because due to this uh the shutdown. Of the of the virus that I won't mention, um, a lot of kids missed out the last three years of their U eighteen. So now they just want the kids to be able to play again in the tournament, which is which was is a great idea, because a lot of kids missed their last three years of U eighteen, aka midget hockey. And I know, like as as a parent, I feel bad because I have two kids that totally missed out from the U eighteen program with the three years of council tournament so good on muskrega cup for including those youth um so and this year's theme is every child matters which which is right um it's always good to support that cause and remember those who unfortunately didn't make it home so we're always thinking of those um in the spirit world for sure Mm -hmm. Is that it for shoutouts there, Dennis? Shoutouts? Um, no. I would like to give a shout out to all the parents and everybody that have kids gonna support for uh NAIG 23 tryouts this coming weekend for the soccer and volleyball, different age groups. And bas- it, basketball as well. Is that just in Kenora? Is it like the three sports well, all over no. Ontario? Uh trials for trials for Northwestern Ontario. Ah it's uh, I think next week, I think, or the week after, I think they go to Thunder Bay area, or they're coming from Thunder Bay area up here right now to up here. 
And for the youth that are listening, go out there and try. If you're not yep. really, if you don't really play a sport, um, go out there and try anyways. You never know what's going to happen. I know this one kid, he's just started playing soccer and he's, he's he decided to try out and he made the soccer team. He never mm-hmm. played organized so- soccer. He never played sport, uh, high soccer and school sports, but he wanted to try and he made it. So he went to yeah. indigenous games. So try these different sports, try them out. You never know what's going to happen. Um, and if you make the team great, you get to go to, where is it next year? It's in Nova Scotia. This Nova year. Scotia. So yeah. you get to go travel and see the East coast. So yeah, go out there, see. try new things and you never know what's going to happen. Go, go see, there with a, a, go there with a positive mindset that you're going to make the team Mm-hmm. And you never know what's going to happen. So good luck to all those kids trying out. Uh, we wish you the best and try hard. Remember, it's I think for trials like that, you gotta for that weekend eat healthy. Yeah, stay tobacco and alcohol free. That's a big one too, right? Because you don't want to yeah. go there being sick and not playing mm-hmm. at the what you're that you usually play at, at that yeah. level. So, and I think if those coaches, if they smell booze on you, they're not going to take you. Yeah. So they might, oh. they might let you try out and wait, waste your day, but they're not going to, they're not going to choose you. They shouldn't. They should. I think for sure. I totally meet you. Yeah. Understand. Look, look at the, the website volleyball. It's big trials were in Kenora last weekend in Sulacote. Lot the weekend before was Timmins. Holy, even Moose Factory. Yeah, Moose Cree. Yeah, Sudbury and Capus Casing. Wow, that's all yeah. over on Northern Ontario. Yeah, and then, then the final tryouts, tryouts, looks like it's going to be Susie Marie and Thunder Bay, days to be determined. But this weekend is big, though. There's badminton, baseball, basketball, canoe, kayak, soccer, softball, even, and volleyball. So we're going to have, hopefully, awesome. we get, hopefully, we get a lot of. Uh, athletes being showcased this weekend. Yeah, like we said, just don't don't be shy. Um, go out there, try every sport if you want. If if you if they if they allow you and you it's in your time schedule, try yeah, try as many sports as you can. Try to get on a team and go experience the East Coast because it's awesome out there. You'll love it. Right, Dennis? Yes. Um, with that being said, we'll uh. Unfortunately, there was a bad incident where a young youth experienced some ugly, ugly racism. Um, our, I talked to former guest of the show. Tyson? No, Harlan. Oh, I don't, I, okay, Harlan Kingfisher, the... uh, owner of Smudge the Blades. Uh, he and I talked about a young man named Austin Turner. He's a... Uh, He's from Jane Smith Cree Nation in Saskatchewan, Tree Six Territory. Uh, he plays for the U18 Birch Hills Blackhawks, and he was a recent subject of racism and discrimination by a person in the crowd at their hockey game in the town of St. Briere, Saskatchewan. B R I E U X. What is that? St. St. Brie? I think so. I don't know. I knew. Here we go. We messed up on a town. It's either a town or a last name. But sure enough, let's say St. Brie. B 
B-R-I-E-U-X, Saskatchewan. Um, unfortunately, Austin was being told to go cut your hair, and he was even got called a savage during game. So um, it, it's unfortunate that young kids, this guy's U18, that yeah. that people in the crowd are saying this. like Still today. Still Come today. On. It's so disgusting. Even um, somewhere in, I think it was Lethbridge, um, a player on the ice, a uh, non-native player, told a native kid to go back to the res. Yep. Um, a linesman heard it. The linesman conferred with, uh, and said, listen, refs, you got to call it. I heard it. This is what happened. But, and... but the crappy, like, good on the linesman for standing up for that indigenous youth and telling the yeah. refs which you always have to do no matter what. Yeah, you're going to piss off some parents and fans in the stands, but that line's been good on him. And unfortunately, it's only a five-game suspension under Hockey Canada um, rules, which I think should be... Should be for the rest of the season. Yeah. I mean, five games is nothing. Five games is maybe a week, week and a half. Mm -hmm. Like... Should Hockey Canada have courses for youth like they do at workplaces when there's a a bad I don't know what's the incident word? bad incident like a sensitive sensitive uh, yeah. training course they should absolutely should young hockey players and that play for Hockey Canada should take that a course similar to that but make it in like a kid kid-friendly um, program where, where where they're going to understand not like compared like not like an adult course but like a, a kid course where they how they teach it like should non-indigenous kids take a course like that yeah I think they should it's only going to help them away from the ice as well right because they're going to show you okay um this is going to be wrong if I say this. This is wrong if I do that. I have to. Re- I want to respect. I have to respect. Just not non-native people, but indigenous people, uh, Asian people, color people. Just I got to respect everyone. Everyone who's yeah. not like me, right? But they got to make. I don't know. Hockey Canada have to do something. Um. Especially with what happened with uh, our young friend from Saskatchewan, Austin. If you hear it in the stands, I don't know. What do you what do you do if you hear something in the stands? Do you approach the person to talk to you, or or do you talk to the minor hockey president? And say, look, Mister President, Mrs. President, so and so is saying this in the stands, and but that's the thing with social media and your your camera on your phone. Record everything. And yeah, and I'm I'm for one who, if someone does something awful, say it's racism or like something that totally respect disrespects someone, I'm gonna put that person's name and face on that video. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it and hide that person's identity. I want people to know what kind of person this is. That's racist. I don't know. I don't. Sometimes it bugs me. Oh, so and so is doing this, but I'm gonna not mention their names to hide their identity. Like, don't hide it. Let 
people know what kind of person this, mm-hmm. this yeah this person is like this person's a racist don't hide it so i don't know there's so many things you can do and you can't do when um I don't know where what I was gonna say there, but I'm just getting kind of heated. And... <laughs> yeah, going but, that's okay. Yeah, but racism—it's ugly. It's no need, especially towards youth. Um, I hope uh, Austin's feeling better, and Austin, we're behind you. We, we support you 100. percent Um, maybe we'll reach out to Austin and shoot him some, mail him some. Uh, Whereas hockey podcast gear, so some merchandise. So, um, parents, if you see racism, please. Uh, I know some people are not outgoing and sometimes they're they're quiet. But if you see racism, please speak up for the child because a lot of the time they need us to be there for them, just uh, support them and defend them. Yeah, because some of them they don't know what to say, so. Uh, we have a responsibility as adults, indigenous people, to uh, protect each other and defend each other when ugly stuff happens like that. So, and that's my two cents. Yeah, that's more like five cents. I said a lot. That's, that's a good nickel. That is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> with that being said, let's uh, head over to our interview with Renee Hunter Jr. Let's go. Res Hockey would like to introduce you our guest for episode 72. He is from Ebb and Flow First Nation in Manitoba, but currently lives in Portage La Prairie. Res Hockey would like to introduce you our guest, Mr. Renee Hunter Jr. Welcome to the show, man. Hello. Uh, thank you for uh, for having me. <laughs> <laughs> Your name okay. uh, has been on our list for quite a while. We usually ask uh, people from all over, I guess. Who would you like to have on their show? And your your name's uh, been coming up quite a while, so I thought I'd shoot you a message and uh, ask you to come on. So uh, yeah, we're thankful that you are you coming on, and uh, thanks for taking the time. Um, yeah, how did you uh, get into hockey? Um, uh, well, my my dad, uh, my dad played hockey, and he was uh, he was uh pretty good everybody says and um he um when i was young he uh he was the uh maintenance man at the arena so um every every time he went to work i had the rink to myself and that's kind of where i became uh like a good skater i uh, had a lot of practice time there i guess and and he was the one who uh he he actually coached me all of my minor hockey up until Adam, or I guess up until Pee Wee, and then uh, we didn't have a minor hockey team anymore. And then I had to start going out of town, out of uh, off reserve for for like league play and stuff. And yeah, he uh, he was very passionate about it, and he uh, and then I eventually started to love hockey like like him. So he was. Uh, he was the one who motivated me to play and uh my mom was very supportive as well she uh she uh 
well they both they always made sure i had everything i needed to play hockey so they they looked after me i'm just grateful for them so yeah um you played for the brandon Wee kings of the whl how special was it to play in your home province uh it was um it was it was the best uh the best time of my life i, I could that's a simple way of putting it uh like i played a lot of hockey and and i guess that like i guess even just in life that was like the best time of my life and the experience i had there was um uh, made me into who I am today, and I'm very grateful for that opportunity. And like, even just to still be playing like at the level I'm at, and the, all the opportunities I've had so far, all the places I've been, all the people I've met, and uh, all the teammates. It's uh, yeah, it's uh, it was the best part of my life, best time of my life. You played with uh, former guest Eric Roy and uh, Mikey Ferlin and Brandon. How was it playing with uh, Eric and Michael back in the day? Uh, yeah, uh, Mike. Uh, we, me and Mike, we grew up playing with each other and against each other. So we had that. Uh, we knew each other that way, and he 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 was a really good friend growing up, and. Uh, played a lot of minor hockey and minor hockey tournaments with him and against him. And he's, uh, he's a funny guy, uh, got really close with him right away when I went to Brandon and, uh, I was actually a rookie with, uh, Eric Roy too, Roisey. And, uh, we got pretty close. We kind of leveled with each other because I knew he was, uh, he was a, a native, another native on the team. So we got pretty close as rookies together and, and then we, uh, we spent uh, um, last couple of years. We played together a lot, and he was uh, yeah uh, built a strong friendship with him. He's uh, <laughs> I uh, can't say enough good things about uh, both of them. They're they're uh, they're big parts of my uh, why I enjoyed Brandon so much and and uh, yeah, Rosie and I both both skilled. Roisey's probably one of the most skilled demon I've I've ever known. <laughs> uh, what was what was your best junior experience? Uh, I think um, my uh, my my final year of junior, my twenty year old season. I uh, I uh, that was the most fun I've had playing hockey. I. Uh, I went into camp in shape. I was in the best shape of my life that time. And uh, I, it kind of translated to on ice success. And yeah, when you're playing good hockey, it's, it's fun to be like around your teammates and traveling, like just to enjoy. And plus I was a 20 year old. So I kind of had a little bit more, uh, 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 I don't know. I, I like. I just kind of. I just kind of went for it. I. I didn't have any like high expectation. I just kind of yeah. thought like, this is my last year. I. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll just go out there and play, and it. It kind of all came together for me in my last year, and it. Uh, yeah, I had some success in that. 
I, I would say it was like my favorite favorite time, I guess. How is it playing junior in a small town like Brandon? It's what 50,000 50, plus compared to like say Vancouver, Calgary, Edmonton, where you, uh, a lot of people won't know who you are. But when you're in Brandon, everyone knows the team. You guys are loved and everyone wants to uh, say hi and just really feel, make you feel a part of the community. So how was it? Uh, how was it like that? Like, were you guys really accepted? And how was like how were how did the the town treat you guys? Yes, the the community of Brandon was uh, was awesome. They uh, they they very they really supported us. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of businesses supported us. Like uh, like uh, for example, like hair salons. Like sometimes we get a free haircut or something. They were very. Uh, very welcoming they knew who we were and they were always like keeping up and like even went for an oil change one time and the guy was like where, who, where are you guys going this weekend or like he he, he kind of knew like he knew the schedule he's yeah. just you know what do you guys need to do to win stuff like that and, <laughs> yeah so everybody follows and yeah um yeah the town compared to like other cities uh well to me brandon is was huge at the time and, um coming from ebb and flow it's not a not a huge reserve but yeah um yeah I, I thought brandon was like perfect size i guess for me like like it was still pretty big but not like overwhelming or anything but like we always uh we see in Ed, like cities like edmonton and calgary often and like to get a taste of that was uh like like perfect like perfect amount of time in a big city yeah. and stuff like that so it was uh it was good it was good um like I'm happy I got to play there I guess I wouldn't uh wouldn't say I have a preference or anything but uh, like I think I like the like smaller city like Brandon as opposed to like Edmonton or Calgary or something like that so uh you played sports at u of m how was the transition going from junior to university hockey uh i think um from uh the transition from uh like junior to to uh becoming a student athlete uh it kind of it is kind of different like for me all my life i kind of just thought I didn't need to focus on school I'm going to the NHL uh like I don't need to I don't need to learn anything I guess <laughs> don't need to try in school and kind of learn that that's that wasn't the case and then um I went to university and it was a learning experience well learning experience I guess um it's a it's a big change and uh but um yeah like uh, being a student athlete it is there are a lot of different challenges um uh like for like being a student does come first when you're when you're at, in playing university hockey and like i don't know i guess it just depends on the, the hockey program like the supports that 
are available to that to the players and U of M had a uh a good yeah they have a good program I, I'll say um they have uh they have good support so it it uh it was a good um transition as as it could be I guess uh, you're playing senior hockey with the the Portage Islanders. Uh, how's the season going so far? Uh, well, I've I've uh, I've been to five games so far, and um, yeah, we're un we're undefeated. Uh, I think we're like fifteen and zero or something like that, and we have a really good team. Um, a lot of the guys are like, well, I guess everyone's local, and everyone's from Portage, and everyone everyone's like. My age, uh, like thirty year, thirty years old, is like the older guys. Like I'm an old. Guy. <laughs> and, uh, I really, uh, uh, I don't know if I can say old or younger team anymore, but a lot of the guys are like around like my age now. So we have like a a good group of guys that like we all know each other. We all grew up playing like minor hockey against each other, and um. Yeah, it, it's a good group of guys. Um, and yeah, they're they're all they can all still skate, so like that, that's good. Yeah, we're I would say we're pretty like pretty in shape. So yeah, that Shepard, we got to get in shape. <laughs> yeah. so so uh okay so this weekend you you played this past weekend with a round lake bears how was your weekend playing with the bears uh it, it's always a always a, a great uh always a great weekend with those guys i love i love them um they're always uh good hospitality to me and they, they treat every all their players really good um everyone's respectful all the guys are they have a good group of guys from ochap and or i guess round lake ochap ways and yeah they they have a good team um i always I have a lot of respect for those guys and they have a lot of respect for me and uh yeah it was a good it was a really good weekend um we uh we kind of fell short in the final there but that was that was a that was a strong, heavy team from uh, Lane Stars, and congratulations to them. Um, uh, the Lequets were are are my family, so uh, they're my relatives. So them, they uh, the team has a little place in my heart. So it was uh, it was a good battle with them, and um, uh, yeah, it I don't know, it just uh never like to lose but like yeah, yeah it was a good battle it was a good a good tournament and uh yeah i'm just i was just i loved it i love the the brandon tournament uh winter fest how does it feel uh playing back at the keystone like like you played for the weekings for a number of years and now you're going back there playing in res tourneys how how does it feel going going back to the rink where where you grew up yeah it's uh it's it's always funny. I always, uh, I, I love that rink. I, and that, that was like always my favorite rink to play in. Um, uh, it's not that far from Evan flow. So I always have a lot of support there and a lot of great memories there. And, um, yeah, it's kind of funny. Like sometimes I'll, 
like my friends or something, they'll kind of laugh and be like, Hey, your name is on the wall. At this <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> built and built and built that house. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's good. There's a lot of good memories there. And uh, it's, it's always good to come back to where you played junior and stuff. So, and uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was good coming back there. I always love going back to Brandon. Yeah, or nay? Contact res attorneys or no, no contact res attorneys. What do you think it should? What do you think? What do you think they should do? Uh, I like the I like the contact more. There's uh, there's less um, like cheap shots. I guess you can say like mm -hmm. um, uh, I always feel like I get hurt more in rec than senior. So. And the hockey is better, so I, I like that. So, like, uh, like tournaments here in Kenora, they had that North American. Um, they took out hitting. So, do you think the bigger tournaments where the like the prize money is like at least ten, fifteen grand plus should be should be considered hitting just for just for like like you said, just because it's less stick work, less cross-checking and stuff like that and it's better for the fans uh i i think uh i i can argue for both rec and senior i i just prefer for like senior just because it like the it, you need more like structure and knowledge of like the game i guess and like rec you're more free to like wheel it and like dangle and all this stuff and it, it's it is fun to see like all that stuff, but um, just the one thing I don't like is the like the the stick work and like the extra like just things you don't need, you know, that yeah. won't happen in like a senior tournament or doesn't happen as much, I guess. Last year, you played for Canoe Lake Young Guns and made it to the finals. How was your experience playing with that squad? Uh, it was it was a really good experience. Um, I uh, they, and them too. They have a very good uh, they have a very good team. Uh, Canoe Lake. They have uh, a lot of support from their fans and in Saskatchewan, and they're uh, they're very welcoming as well. They I they're very uh, like I feel like family when I'm with them as well. So. Uh, I have a lot of respect for them as a team, and uh, yeah, it 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 was. I always enjoy playing with them, the the young guns. You guys played uh, PBCN in the the quarterfinals, and you guys won one nothing against uh, Devin Buffalo and his team. How good was that game? Because Bush and I were in the stands and. Yeah, we couldn't believe how I think that was probably one of the best games in the tournament. Yeah, that uh, yeah that uh, <laughs> that game was honestly like it was just neck and neck. Like it came down to any any mistake could have any mistake could have broke the game, and I think maybe only one missed assignment led to the one goal. So that that just shows how like competitive the caliber is at freddy and like it comes in like just whoever makes more mistakes i guess it 
just shows. Is it uh, is it hard not to be nervous when it, it comes down to like like that? It was a one nothing game, and and there's so much on the line. Like like I know personally, I get nervous, and sometimes I get kind of too nervous. Is it or like how do you manage that? Uh, me, I uh, yeah, I was uh, yeah, I don't, I just, I like to. I like to just kind of laugh in the room with the guys and have a good laugh here and there and just, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I've just, I don't know. I've just became very good at it, I guess. And um, managing like my, like nervous, like I am nervous, but like, even if it might not seem like it, I am. It just, um, you just got to manage like, keep it simple like keep the game simple um like don't try and do too much or anything like that um freddy 2023 uh any plans yet or is it too soon to say uh it is uh too 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 soon to say (laughs) (laughs) my room is my room is booked though so when you when it's time for you to tell, you gotta let us know too. Or let yeah. us know first. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you played in a lot of good res tourneys. Uh, who are some players that you enjoy playing with? Uh the that's a pretty long list. I enjoy playing. <laughs> Well, everybody, I, I, a lot of the guys I've, I'm, I've met over the years. I, I've, I'm pretty happy to have met them, and I like I'll see them at all the turn. It's always the same guys at all the tournaments, and um, it's always nice to say hello to, to these guys. Um, like every weekend, I always think I'm gonna go for supper with this guy or gonna go for i want to go for supper with this guy and it's just it's just uh you can't pick and choose one but uh if i have to choose um i always like to see uh like trent campbell i i like oh, i yeah. like watching plays he's a, a pure sniper oh yeah we had him on the show great guy yeah he's a, he's a good guy too a good teammate and uh he just uh I don't know. Just love watching him. Uh, Roisy. I love watching Roisy play. I've always liked watching him play uh, as his partner and like just seeing him in all these tournaments. Um, he, uh, looked, he, he looked good out there this weekend. Yeah. he. Uh, he I've kind of been following him and talked to him here and there. And he, yeah. uh, he's been working out pretty hard and, you never know what that guy is. Just he could be like at home or working, and then like the fall comes around and he's down in the states playing <laughs> go again. <laughs> you can just hop back into it, and yeah, he's. But I guess that's just how good good players work. I guess. Uh, what about playing against? Like, who's that one player? When you see come see him coming down your wing, you're just thinking like shit, this guy's coming down my wing. I gotta I gotta stop him or he's gonna just make me look silly and score. <laughs> Is there anyone that comes to mind and that you don't want him to come down your wing? Uh 
Um, I I don't I there's not a lot of guys that uh uh I guess Conrad McKay is is one guy that like he's he plays a heavy game and he's always strong on his stick. He's one guy uh that like you always got to be ready to battle. So yeah. Uh, you uh, advice. What advice would you give young players coming up the ranks? Uh, uh, yeah, I, th- I think, uh, I think some advice would be like, uh, you know, take care of your body, make sure you're, you're like getting into the gym because everybody is doing it and. You got to put in that effort to to make it to the next level. Now these days, like everybody is doing it, and they're always pushing to get better. And the hockey is getting better. Like the demand for players is getting better. So you got to make sure you're getting better. And I guess like one thing I would say is you know don't uh, don't neglect your school because uh, you know like. Uh, like you never know what's going to happen and you know education has become important to me in my life and that's still what I am chasing so i think that's one like major thing is just like take care of yourself you know keep your head straight and uh get good grades <laughs> uh before we let you go we'll uh finish our interview with uh we call them five rapid niche questions you ready? Yeah. Question number one: baked or fried bannock? Uh, fried bannock. Question number two: Ever use a bed sheet for a door or a curtain? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> number three: Ever see Ernest Muniaz live in concert? Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> King of the North. <laughs> yeah, King of the North. Uh, question number four: Indian taco or Bannock burger? Uh, Indian taco. Fifth and last question: Can you jig? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when I have a few, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Well, uh, Renee, thanks for coming on the show. We appreciate you coming, mm-hmm. uh, joining us after playing a hard uh, fall weekend in Brandon. I know you're pretty tired and pretty sore, but we appreciate you taking the time coming on the show, man. Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. And uh, if we ever see you around, make sure uh, we'll we'll come say hi and whatnot. And so hopefully we'll see you down in a couple of tourneys down the road, man. Yeah, for sure. See you at the next one. All right, man. Take care and we'll right. uh, talk to you again. Yeah, thanks. Take care. Yeah. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Bye. <laughs> we'll come back from our interview with, with Renee. And uh that was a good interview. I really enjoyed it. I think the, one of the things that I love most is when we ask our guests advice for young players. And Renee hit it out of the park about yeah. education. That's like the one thing that we preach a lot. I'm like, guys, get your education. <laughs> get your education while you're playing hockey and whatnot. And Sure enough, Renee mentioned education. So, young 
young listeners, listen to these players who played the game that went to school and was, and they're still playing really good hockey. They're getting paid to play these res attorneys. So there's a lot of time to play these res attorneys. Don't rush. Go to school, play junior hockey, go to school. Yeah. It's, and you get the both of best worlds and, and someone like Renee's a good, uh, a good, what's the, what the word am I? Influ- a good, influence. Yeah. Someone that you could look up to and say that if he could do it, I could do it. Like we got Roddy Ross playing at the University of Saskatchewan. He's, we got Devin Buffalo. He went to school in, in the U.S. Yeah. We got Brandon Stanley, who's going playing D1. And there are so many players that we have on our show that went to school while playing hockey or went to uh, school after hockey. So it's uh, doable, kids, teenagers. So education is important. So get your education. Like our, our guest last week. He's playing. He's having a time of his life playing Bemidji State University, and he's yeah. going to school, and he's playing hockey. And Bush can back him up by saying that 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 school in that town were the best part of their lives, right, Bush? Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So kids, good school, good, good town. So kids, yeah. think about it. Teenagers thinking about it. education, very important. Even though it might take some. Some longer than others, aka like Bush. Yeah, he got his education. <laughs> Seven years, he's done. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. When <laughs> Brad said, "They're called doctors." <laughs> yeah, I know <laughs> that famous quote from uh, Tommy Boy. Yeah, <laughs> they're called doctors. So we're right on, guys. Just, um, yeah, that's. One of the main reasons why we started this podcast is for I have our guests on the show just to give advice and share their stories to you youth, you young young players. So um it uh it was good to hear Renee really uh say that and so good good for Renee and we're happy to ha- we're happy that he uh was part of our show this week. Uh this week this week's res hockey, res hockey top five. Things you see in a parking lot at a res tourney. <laughs> um, I was at Brandon at the Dakota Nation Winterfest, and it was packed. Thousands of people, parking lots all over were full. So you see a lot of different interesting things in a parking lot. Um, we'll keep this PG. Thir- is it PG thirteen or PG fourteen? PG thirteen. We'll, we'll say PG thirteen. We'll say thirteen. Yeah. This won't be rated R. Well, okay, yeah. It will keep this on the light side. Nothing. PG. Yeah. We'll keep it PG. We'll just say it at that. Okay, number five. Coffee cups. Tim Hortons, McDonald coffee cups, uh, pop cups from fat every fast food you can think of that's in Brandon. And they were everywhere. It's like people get out of their vehicle and just Eh, I'm going to toss my cup here while well, there's a garbage can five feet from them. But if someone was really into recycling and just had uh, H, what is it called? Uh, a, when you have that uh, ADHD, AD, I almost said HDTV. 
<laughs> if you have AD, what is it called again? A D H D A D H D. If you have that and you sell all these coffee cups in the parking lot, I think someone would they would have hundreds of these coffee cups, yeah. pop cups from fast food joints. So that's a, one thing I saw a lot was coffee cups. Uh, number four, I saw uh, quite a bit of these baby diapers. Oh yeah, you see those a lot. And, and you, you know when they're when, when they're big and wrapped, you know they're a kid either either did a number two or just had a really big number one and had a big leak and just <laughs> just I don't know. You know what I'm talking about. So there was a lot of dirty diapers in a parking lot. Like that's another thing. Like parents just throw them in the garbage. Do you have to leave them in the parking lot? Like it's it was minus thirty in Brandon all weekend. So imagine those wet diapers freezing overnight. That's uh that could be trouble. Like if you run yeah. out of them, <laughs> could be or someone f- trips on and falls on a frozen diaper who knows so yeah number four was dirty baby diapers is it do you say pampers or diapers oh i don't know i've always said pampers for some reason pampers i always yeah. say diapers hmm. either or either or is correct uh number three for res hockey top five things you will see in a parking lot at a res tree i saw clothes <laughs> I yeah. don't know either a couple were fighting and she threw out his clothes or he threw out her clothes in a f- disagreement, but I saw clothes. I uh, I looked at the size of the jeans. They didn't fit, so I didn't take them. Looked at the shirt. Shirt was kind of uh, too small, so I left that as well. They were pretty nice clothes, like for designer there were de- designer clothes. They were from Old Navy, so <laughs> I didn't take them. <laughs> but if they would have fit, I would have took them. Like, man, they're clothes. Just put them in the wash when you get home. Yeah, they're free clothes. Someone threw them out. So, but uh, yeah, I didn't take the clothes. I... So, <laughs> but yeah, you see clothes, and it's not the first time that I saw clothes in a parking lot at a. At a hockey tournament, just as long as they're not gitch and dirty gitch. Um, number two for things you see in a parking lot during a res tourney: empty twisted tea boxes. Oh yeah, you see a lot of those anywhere. Well, yeah, but in a re- and like in a parking lot, I must have saw like five on Sunday. Just not beer boxes. Like you'll see beer. Uh, boxes once in a while, but it was all twisted iced tea boxes. It's like as if uh, an auntie was just cleaning out her car and just throwing out the coffee cups, the clothes, the baby diapers, and the twisted tea boxes. There was, I was just like, holy geez. Hey, here's my two cents on the twisted tea. Number one, there's, there's prevalent diabetes with indigenous people, for one. We got that going against us. <laughs> Drinking doesn't help it. We know that. We see the detrimental effects of uh, drinking with diabetes. People lose their uh, toes, their feet. They're you know they just get sicker. 
If you know you're going to be uh, high risk for diabetes, why would you start drinking sugar drinks like twisted tea and what's in the first place? I, I'm that's just me chiming in. Yeah, that's true. Um, I just googled it. There's 23.3 grams and a twisted tea drink. That is a lot of sugar, man. Yeah. Holy jeez. Oh, that's crazy. But uh, yeah, look out for your health, right? Health is, we only, once our health is gone, then we're gone. So take care of, take care of your body. Take, be careful with what you drink. So, um, but yeah, there was or a lot. Or even don't drink, right? Yes. So there was a lot of empty twisted tea ice boxes in the parking lot. I was I'm like, is there a sale going on in Brandon <laughs> yeah. that I don't know of? But yeah. Uh, number one. For uh, rest hockey top five things you see in a parking lot at a rest tourney, broken sticks and hockey equipment. <laughs> yeah. uh, I walk. I was maybe like two minutes, a two minute walk from my vehicle to the arena door, and I saw a lot of sticks, like broken sticks. Yeah. If I was tempted to pick them up and just start putting like a wooden blade or uh, a composite blade in them and there you don't is that do people still do that like you taking broken sticks and put them a blade in them i haven't seen that in a long long time maybe you should start that as a business and i wonder if that's profitable though but uh, those composite those composite blades are pretty expensive yeah. like 80 bucks so but yeah i saw a lot of broken sticks i don't know who broke them or why what happened um, there was no blood by the stick, so it's good to see no one was hit with a stick. <laughs> um, I saw a pair of gloves, but they were little kids' gloves, so I didn't pick them up. So, but yeah, you'll always see hockey sticks or hockey equipment in a parking lot of the restaurant. Yeah. So that was that was that's my top five for this week, and all this happened at the um uh, the Winterfest in Brandon. So it was quite quite the parking lot. Throughout their arena, the hotel and the surrounding area, so it was it, it was quite interesting. So, uh okay, something I I have this written down for our next like when we do an episode, I write things down just uh, that we go through each topic and stuff. And now I wrote Bush wins beer league tourney. Oh. Trev, not so much. <laughs> uh, go ahead, Bush. Uh, tell us about your uh, A side. A side I would like A-side to give uh, a special props to my uh, to my team. We what are now it? as the Gulls. A, what's your real name? It's what's what's a gull? Is that short for sir? Is that short short for short. a certain bird? Short for a seagull. How come you just don't call <laughs> your guys seagulls then? It's just one syllable. It's easier to shout shout. <laughs> <laughs> I like calling you guys the Let's seagulls. go goals. Let's go seagulls. <laughs> yeah. It was Eagle. good. We we played the one, two, three, four, five games in three days. Yeah, one on Friday night, three on Saturday, and two on Sunday. It was good. A lot of exercise. Lots of uh, um. I checked my ego at the door. In the last part so, of the uh, third so you, period, we were up, and I benched myself. I shortened the bench. With that's what you team. call heart. That's what you call yep. heart. 
And I know uh, deadly veteran right there, deadly uncle who sits himself, <laughs> who puts the team first, then his ego. Yeah. That's good, man. That's good to see that there's still people out there like you. Yeah. That uh who's willing to get splinters on their bums to sit the pine and Absolutely. let the team play. And that's awesome. So you guys won the A-side championship after many, many years of winning the B-side. It's, it's, it's taken me 15 years to win the A-side. <laughs> In other like words, I'm... kids, never give up on your dreams. <laughs> Still go after your dreams. In my late 40s, I finally won the A-side. <laughs> Holy jeez, that's what you call uh that's almost like a Ray Bork. I hope they gave, gave you the cup first. <laughs> when you guys were skating around the rink with the trophy, I hope they the captain gave you the cup first. Uh can you believe that... it? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. That's awesome. I didn't know it was that long. I know. <laughs> I mean Lots of B sides. Did you cry like Ray days. Bork? Uh, I don't want to say this, but I I, I shed a couple tears. So uh, with you winning in your uh, first A side tournament in the Kenora Beer League tournament, are you going to retire a champion? I was thinking about going out on top. You might as well, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get a little misty idea, Charlie. I know he's, he's tearing up for those who can't see him. And <laughs> geez, your eyes are red, man. Yeah. Are you okay? Um, he's I'll he, be okay. He's still partying, guys. He's still <laughs> on the go. <laughs> uh that's good that you guys won. Uh, yeah. Good to uh former cousin of the week, Larry Taylor is was also on the team. Yeah, uh, you got Ryan Landon. Mm-hmm. You got uh, Tanner Capera, who a lot of good indigenous mix on the team. So yeah. it's good to Jared, see Jared Weeb. Jared Weeb, yeah. Then you got uh, yeah, he won the name? Bishop. He won what the you, what, what's what's the MJ? Ch- he won the title? RBC RBC R- Cup yeah, with okay. Portage Portage Terriers back in 2015, yeah. and he's skating again. It's he's, good to see. He still wheels, man. He's still he's still got the wheels. You know what? With he yeah, that's uh, one kid that. He should have kept playing because I think he was maybe only 18 when he won the RBC Cup with Portage Terriers out of the Manitoba League. Then after that, he just quit. He said, I'm done. I won my I won my championship. <laughs> like know, he could have he, kept playing for another two, three years. Two years. He wants, he wants to play in the Friday, he said. He said, he said that's his game. He, he he loves to play third. He loves to play that grinding, mucking style hockey. That That's how... You know, sometimes players just come alive yeah. better, like, like um, you know. He's still a young he, kid. Like, he's maybe, he's what, still, 24, 23, there, 24. Yeah. So yeah. he still has a lot of hockey in him. And he, yeah. he was a good kid. I mean, to, to be able to play for a team that made it all the way to the Royal Bank Cup yeah. and win, it, you have to be good to, to, to mm-hmm. play. So good on him. I hope he uh, gets in shape and gets on the team. Yeah, he, all these teams looking for a player. He's... he's uh. He's pretty good. He's pretty good too. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I have written down Bush wins beer league tourney. Trev, not so much. Um, I flex my stick in the in the lobby at the arena in Brandon, and luckily I got picked up. Got picked um, up. Eh? I knew it. I played in the 
the the cold Dakota Nation Winterfest. Unfortunately, my team didn't do as good, but we had heck of a time. Um, I played for who did I play for again? Um, I'm gonna butcher the name like always. <laughs> I apologize to everyone that for butchering Sabatawayak. It's uh going towards OCN, but it's hard to explain. Oh, okay, I'll look at my maps. <laughs> it's like you're going towards uh highway highway ten and before you uh you turn right, you turn you go east, I guess, when you when you're going going north towards uh DePaul. Uh yeah. great guys. Uh, I played in the uh, forty plus division, and like the there they were old the older guys like they were like fifty five plus sixties. A guy was even seventy, <laughs> so I was the youngest guy on the team. I hope to be playing when I'm seventy in, in ter- res tourneys, right. man. Like, yeah. Geez, I I give him props for trying, man, for suiting up. That's that's a, that's awesome to see, but uh, yeah, we we played three games in five hours. Um, and this is old timer, so some of the guys were feeling it, and they were sore. Like my stuff was drenched, and oh it was fun. These guys were laughing on the bench, laughing in the dress room. Um, we lost our first game, won our second game, only be because they didn't have a goalie. <laughs> and these guys were so like excited; they wanted to score so bad, they were taking clappers. And there was a they had a forward or a, a regular dress player in net standing in net, and this guy was making saves and he took taking <laughs> black slap shots off his stomach. It's like, holy man. I thought they were the other team was gonna get mad, but they didn't. But <laughs> these old guys were really wanting to score, taking clappers, and they were a good group of guys. I mean, it makes it fun. Like, yeah, it does suck to lose, but yeah. these guys were making it fun, laughing, and just that positive vibe that they were they were uh, given and i rather i i would love to i love playing for a team that is having a good time laughing and sharing stories even though we we were losing it's yeah. it's you're playing for the love of the game and you're just just having them listen listening to stories and it was it was really fun so and they want to come to kenora for north america and i told them yeah and i gave them the contact info so hopefully they show up and have a good time here in kenora yeah. Um, what else? Uh, I watch, well, like social media, they share a lot of stuff. Like they shared the hit on Dwight King. Uh, Dwight played for, who did he play for? He played with Round Lake. He played with uh, Renee. He yeah. got hit from a player from Lane Stars, and it was shared on social, social media. And there was a lot of different um opinions like yeah he is fair game so he so hit him it's a hitting tournament while others were saying you shouldn't hit a player like that because of where he's been he's been to the show he's won Stanley Cup he paid his dues he opened a lot of roads for other indigenous players so do you think a player like the White King former NHL Stanley Cup winner should players hit him and Hitting con, uh, hitting tournaments. Do you I, think so? I don't know. Or do you just let him? Or you just let him be and just maybe rub him out and maybe rub him out. 
but not try to give him a concussion or try to hurt him. If you no. know what I mean? There's a, it's a, a fine line, I guess you could say, right? Yeah. But I mean, Dwight's playing for the love of the game. He's not playing for the money because he's played in NHL. He's, and I'm sure he's well, what's the word? Well, well taken Travel? care of money wise. So like yeah. there's a lot of different opinions and everyone everyone's opinions different so um i i don't know i i if i was playing against him i wouldn't hit him because just i'd have too much respect for him right mm-hmm. but to the point where if he's coming down my wing i would rub him out and not let him go around me yeah or out, or try to outmuscle me in a corner right there's it's a fine line of respect right and did that uh, Shaq from Lane Stars go too far by taking him out when he had his head down for a second? Like, what would you do in that situation if you, if Dwight King was coming down your your wing and you were playing playing defense? Would you try to take? Would you hit him like that way, or would you just no I play wouldn't. him just enough to push him off the puck? I'd probably I'd go automatically my way to get in his way and tangled up and both of us maybe fall get off balance but I wouldn't I wouldn't hit the hurt him though that's for damn sure and I don't think that's the thing I don't think Shaq tried to hit him hit mm-hmm. the hurt I think he was just trying to make a play but then again then then again it it it, it kind of I guess Dwight skated to the bench and skated off the ice afterwards so it must have really rung his bell. So, yeah. um, admission twenty bucks to get in a day. Not, it's is that a lot of money for to get into a hockey tournament? Yeah, I think it is. Like, what's what's what is like what, what's a good price? Like ten bucks? I'd say ten, anywhere ten and fifteen bucks. That's good. And should tournaments have pa- weekend passes? Absolutely. They should bring back the weekend passes. I mean, yeah. Like, what do you pay for a weekend pass? 50 bucks? That's still a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, say a married couple with two kids. Kids pay $10 each. So that's $20, 40 that's $60 for a family of four. And if they want to go watch... Hockey for three days, that's $180 yeah. out for three days for a family of four to go watch hockey. Right. Yeah. That's uh, like, what's more important? Food on the table or go watch, <laughs> go watch hockey. Go watch hockey for the weekend or you want to eat. <laughs> and I know, and I heard from uh, a source that people who work for the organization that put on this tournament, they weren't even giving weekend passes or day passes to go watch the tournament. Like how cheap is that, man? Yeah. I'm like, (laughs) I was like, wow. But uh, I guess they got to make money still, right? Yep, they do. So, but yeah, I don't know. Tournaments got to figure out, get more sponsors, maybe. Um, Like, I don't know. 
it's something has to be done because it it it's nice for it's a treat for families to go go watch these hockey games, right? And it's yeah, and it it does cost lots, but it's it was good. Uh, Brandon, I had fun watching hockey. Uh, congratulations, Lane Stars for uh, the men's uh, men's body contact division. The women's, I can't remember who won women's. Um, Trey, former guest of the show, her team won the women's division. Um, nice. I can't remember who won that one. And the Kamloops 10K are the champs of the 40 plus. And uh, it was good to see uh, some former, uh, a lot of former guests on the show played played this weekend. Like we had, uh, we had Eric Roy was there. Um, Roddy Ross was there. Harley Garriock was there. Mm-hmm. Who else was there? There was a lot of former guests that that uh, that were there, so it was good to see. Um, but yeah, I really had a good time watching hockey, meeting, uh, seeing a lot of former uh, teammates and friends. So we'll have to go next year. Yeah. Uh, is that it before we uh? Take off for another week. I think that's it. Uh, it is January thirtieth. So, uh, yeah, thanks for uh, joining us for another week yes. of Res Hockey. This was episode seventy-two, and uh, we hope to uh, be back next week. And hopefully, you join us for another deadly episode. So, yeah. I'm traveling with me as always as uh, Borat Bush. <laughs> okay, double B. Yeah. So, um, yeah, take every remember, take care of each other, love each other, and respect each other. And uh, remember to wash our hands, it's still wash your hands, wash your hands, uh, sanitize, and be careful out there. And if you're sick, stay, stay home. home, yeah. Uh, so we'll use, uh, use your sick days, people. Everybody, you have sick days for a reason, your employer is not gonna get mad, yeah. Just stay home, relax. Relax, watch have, days of our lives, drink some, some gin, drink some, some ginger. Man, have some old man, old old uncle, old auntie naps and uh drink some, rest. And yeah. get some ginger ale. Even ginger if ale. it's no name ginger ale or president's choice ginger ale, it's all it, it all works and cure us. So yeah. Uh yeah, we'll see you next week. So uh peace. Peace.